and uh, the Phoenix has developed into a big race so very quickly and the box draw is oh so important. What a fabulous field. Um, and Andrew Bensley's there to see all the action unfold tonight. Uh, he thought our uh, trainer of McInerney, uh, Brendan Purcell, might have had a brain fade. What was going on there, Andrew? It wasn't the case at all. It was it was cl- t- clearly strategic there. Um, yeah. But uh, nonetheless, the, 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 the box draw is unfolding as we speak. But what a brilliant lineup that there is. And uh, McInerney, as you have made mention on a number of occasions, is the RSN uh, Greyhound in this week's Phoenix. Yeah, and it's come up with Box 8. Yeah, uh, the RSN team that are here, uh, we looked at each other and thought, what's going on here? But he's well explained, <laughs> Brendan, now exactly what he's thinking is about going to Box 8. So uh, there's one official Greyhound to go, but there's obviously only one box to go. So I think I'm pretty safe to give you uh, the feel of uh, the whole eight now. So from Box 1, she's a pearl. Box 2 will be Patty Wants Pats. Box 3, El Dorado. Box four is Amron Boy. Five is Plaintiff. Box six is Wow, She's Fast. Seven, the Queensland Greyhound, Tiana Bell. That was the last Greyhound out. And box eight, as we've spoken about, is McInerney. So they're the eight. Um, the, the key in the last four was Amron Boy, I think, after winning last night. Just which way they'd go. Jamie Innes was here, and they've chosen box four with the Silver Chief winner. Plaintiff, we'll talk to Jason Thompson in just a tick about uh, how he came up with box five with Plaintiff, a greyhound that uh, certainly likes getting to the rail. And uh, that was part of Brendan Purcell's thinking that, you know, if Plaintiff uh, is drawn the middle and makes it to the inside, then it could affect greyhounds to its inside. And box four, Amron Boy needs to jump oh so quickly to get into a good position. So that's the box draw. Um, I'll go through it again for you for the Phoenix. One, she's a pearl. Two, Paddy Wants Pats. Three is El Dorado. Four, Amron Boy. Five is Plaintiff. Six, Wow, She's Fast. Seven is Tiana Bell. And eight is McInerney. So that's the box draw. So now I'm just going to move around. The uh, complete draw has been done. And I'll uh, walk up behind Jason Thompson and uh, have a chat with him on RSN. Jace, thanks for your time. Um, that 60 seconds seemed to go pretty quick there, Jase, when you were choosing which one uh, plaintiff would be jumping from. Well, well, I had my own clock on, and when they were giving me the hurry-up, I was at 31 seconds. So <laughs> um, I don't know what sort of watch they were using. But, um, yeah, look, it, it gets hard when, like, we were fifth out, yeah. and obviously the, the only, there was four boxes left, four, five, and four, five, six, seven. So... Um, it's it's not an easy choice because not only do you have to out of what's left pick what is going to potentially suit your dog, it, you've got to realise that there's still three other dogs to be yeah. drawn out. Now, you might. Look, and Amron Boy was one of those. Well, he was, and and the one thing we didn't want was to have Amron Boy on our outside. So there was two boxes that we were tossing up between, and that was five and seven. And as it's turned out, we chose correctly because. Um, Probably fortunate that Amron Boy was out second last and it was only four and seven and I can understand that he, the dog wants a fence and thankfully they chose four for us. They, which, look, I mean, you still got to come out and do it, but at least I, I'm looking at the draw and for, for our hopes, um, I think he's in it with a real live chance even though he's got box five. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's the makeup now, I think, 
were you one that watched videos or you knew the greyhounds enough just to if you where you when you were drawn you had you knew in your brain roughly which one you wanted yeah look we had sort of two thought processes one was if we came out first was naturally to go to box one yeah and then after that it was more just to see what was drawn and um, from a speed perspective uh, you know we didn't want to draw right amongst the speed we wanted to have our dog have a little bit of room yep. to potentially you know crank up and and possibly lead so it's you know knowing all the dogs other than obviously the queensland dog um because we watch them race week in week out and pretty much know what they all do what what they're capable of running early um made things a little bit easier but it was still you know even though we did get where we other than box one where we wanted to be it was just worrying what was going to draw around us well now uh, the waiting is over for the box draw and now it's about six sleeps to the or five six sleeps to the, the big one mate good luck uh, right through the week i hope everything's good with plaintiff no worries thanks andrew good on you uh, jason thompson joining us there uh, the trainer of plaintiff now i'm just looking around the room to see uh, there's a couple of trainers that have uh, have headed off uh, we'll wander around here and see uh, Stuart Lang was here, a few of them are getting photos taken. Oh, here's Stuart Lang here. I've been looking for Stuart Lang and we're live on air, Stuart, just to give you some warning on RSN. What about the box draw for the Phoenix? Hasn't it opened it up? But there's only one dead set chance in this race now. There's box eight, that pink, <laughs> that bright pink McInerney, Stuart. Oh, look, it's been brilliant, Andrew. They're just the drama around how it all played out. I don't know if anyone was on the other end of the phone of some of these trainers. I don't know who they were talking to, but, uh, just the drama of how all that played out, McInerney out wide, he's a big chance out there. Uh, there's a lot of speed inside now, so it's, it's turned out to be a really cracking race. You must be thrilled with the whole build-up uh, through the lead-up races and now the big one uh, on Saturday night. Just the, the Dream Chasers tag has gone, you know, everyone knows about it now and, and certainly Saturday night. Uh, you'd have to be in another world, I reckon, not to know that the Phoenix is on. No, that's right. And what you've got here is eight dogs. Between them have won nearly $5 million already. Uh, you've got $3 million earners, including McInerney, in there. One of those could end up winning $2 million. And that's what the dreams are about. So it's, uh, it's fantastic. It's really exciting second edition of this race. For obvious reasons, we're all over McInerney, but when you look at the, the, the field and with where they're now box-steward, it, it really has made a race, hasn't it? They're, you know, if one of those had drawn the red, hold, hold on, you're running for second or third, but it's really open now. It'll be interesting when we get the tab market through. Yeah, uh, look, you'd, you'd expect maybe Plaintiff could get across and lead, but uh, and Amron boys just last night's run was amazing. So we've got superstar dogs all the way across. She's a pearl, probably maybe start favourite. So yeah. it, it's uh, really opened it up, opened it up enormously. One final one with you, Stuart, and uh, I'll talk to Scott Woodchuck in a moment. But um, general admission uh, is the is the only thing now that will get you into the meadows on Saturday night. Upstairs, all gone. But uh, we need people to come out and really enjoy the atmosphere of the Phoenix night. Yeah, well, we can promise people a great night out. It's going to be a fantastic night out there. So uh, yeah, get on get online dreamchasersfestival.com.au, buy your general admission tickets. But there'll be plenty of food and entertainment. Uh, and plenty to do for everyone. So looking forward to a big night. Good on you, Stuart. Enjoy the week coming up. Thanks, Andrew. Good on you. Stuart Lang, the CEO of Greyhound Racing Victoria. Now, I, uh, I'm looking around because I don't want to see anyone walk away 
or leave without me chatting with them. Uh, let's wander over here. Jamie Ennis, of course, Brooke has Amron Boy in the race, and Jamie was the one that uh, decided uh, to to go with box four uh, with Amron Boy. What, give us your, your thoughts through it, Jamie. Yeah, look, uh, I had to think about it with Troy, and obviously uh, about a month ago at the Meadows, he did draw box four, and uh, he did have Eldorado inside of him, and he sort of pushed Eldorado out of it early and found the fence himself and uh, won the race and went really good. I can see she's a pearl and Paddy wants pads. He legitimately got a little bit more early pace than us. And if you can sort of lob that third, fourth, you know, with plaintiff there as well on the fence, if he can get to the fence, uh, I've no doubt he's a stronger dog than them. It's just obviously negotiating them, you know, through the middle stages. It's going to be pressure on from when those boxes go up, really, to that first turn. Uh, you probably, you'll probably dream about it over the next few nights, uh, with Brooke thinking about it, just how it could end up. Has, has Plaintiff got the speed to come across from where it is? It, it, it's really opened it up for us as followers. Yeah, that's right. I think Plaintiff, with, uh, I think Jason not running him in the Silver Chief, it might be the right decision in the end if he comes out and uh, really runs the sectionals that he can do because if he does cross them, well, all of a sudden it's going to be a shuffle back chain reaction um, and maybe something like you know, the RSN dog McInerney might get that sweep around him and uh, might be able to work into the race. So, you know, there's probably a few scenarios if uh, Plaintiff doesn't cross the red, well, all of a sudden... I might get the right run just yeah. right in behind him. If he does cross, well, all of a sudden there might be a chain reaction through back through on the inside and them dogs sweeping around him. So, like you said, it's going to be a very interesting race. There's no clear cut. Well, the one thing is that you're going into the race off a tremendous run last night, uh, winning the Silver Chief. The time and everything around it was just so impressive. Yeah, that's right. Look, I, I wouldn't swap the dog with the way he is with any dog in the race. Uh, obviously, coming out and running two 29.4s, you know, that's just basically in rare air. So, you know, there's no doubt the way the dog's going, loves the meadows. There's a lot of ticks next to his name. He's recent racing, you know, just every week he's been racing, that transition of week-to-week -week racing. It's He will be hard to beat, but obviously it's just going to matter in that first 100 metres how the race pans out. Bring it on. Anxious few sleeps coming up for you, Jamie, and, uh, and to Brooke and everyone with the kennel. Good luck with it, Mike. Thanks, Andrew. Good on you. Uh, Jamie Innes joining us there with the latest. Now, I'm just going to uh, look for Kel Greeno. I, um, I had Kel spotted, and uh, don't tell me he's left. A uh, few of them are giving me a wide berth here, Dan. I don't know what's going on here. Uh, what have we done here? Um, just looking around. Yeah, Jason Lincoln's here with uh, She's a Pearl for the Lords. He's just eating a uh, toasted sandwich too. Jeez, it looks a treat. I hope there's a few left, Jason. Just leave me a few before, after I finish. Well, I had to jump in front of the Chief Steward, Paul Searle, because you don't want to be second at the buffet behind him, Ben. Behind the stewards. <laughs> <laughs> now, tell us, you were first out, so there was very little option for you, I guess, choosing the red. Best possible result for me. Um, yeah, it was pretty straightforward. Like I said, there would have been seven other connections that absolutely wanted that draw. Doesn't guarantee anything, Ben's, but... Look, it's going to give her best possible, that's for sure. And just uh, tell us about the the meadows for this greyhound, because there'll be a lot of RSN listeners that may not have watched regularly New South Wales. So tell us about how the greyhound can use the red. Yeah. Look, a couple of goes at Sandown, she showed a propensity to want to push up the track, which is completely unnatural for her. When she does rail a lot harder, and she's had the two trials at the meadows, and we've found that she has handled that track a lot better. So it just seems that the Wenny form's transposing over to the meadows a bit better. Um, looks probably one of the best front runners tracks in Australia, the meadows. So if she can use the draw, she'll be able to run down. 
And Andy, uh, it's pretty pretty hard to get Andy away from home. Uh, is he being tempted to come down for a million dollar winning prize check? No, he'll come down on Saturday night and we're bringing the family down. But no, nah, look, he's, his attention is absolutely wholly and solely on Pearl now. I, I went out there on Friday and um, he said that, yeah, she's basically just going to be his baby for the next seven days. And, when she gets there on uh, Saturday night, Ben, she'll be she'll be raring to go. Don't worry. And when does she travel down? Do they have a specific plan? Yeah, they they're in Gunning, so they're sort of halfway between yeah. Sydney and Melbourne. So it's just the same as going to Wanny for them. So they'll come down day off. Enjoy the week, Jake. Thanks, mate. Good on you. She's a pearl drawing box one. Now, I'm going to walk up to a gentleman here who I've never met. Are you with Tiana Blue? Yes, I uh, am. Bell, sorry? Yes, I uh, am. Uh, introduce yourself, if you can. Uh, Brendan Scott from Racing Queensland. I've got you. I've, I've recognised your face now just a little bit, Brendan. You were, you didn't. You had the pressure initially, but you were last out, so box seven's OK. Well, box seven's OK. Lucky seven, as they say. Um, look, from our point of view, we have to lead. Um, we're an on-pace uh, greyhound. Um, our trainer um, will be preparing the dog to uh, to lead. Um, Doug's uh, Doug's 80 years of age now. Uh, been around greyhounds for 50 years. So this he is the trainer. Her. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Doug Gladman. He's um, he's keeping her in Queensland. She'll continue her. Um, normal preparation yeah. which is to run up the straight on a every second day basis whistled up by his wife yeah. uh, she'll hit the track as fresh as a daisy here the way the draws come out um she's a pearl's going to obviously pressure up from the inside plaintiff's going to be coming down in that area um well she's fast can be tardy at times as can McInerney. so we're going to get a little bit of room out of there um we're a bolter's chance to sweep down the outside, we hope. Well, uh, the dreams can often happen, and every greyhound in the race, it's a dream now for the next five or six nights uh, when we all go to bed and dream that hopefully one greyhound wins. We're after McInerney, obviously, being our, our greyhound. But for the racing people in Queensland, I mean, they've now got an eye on a greyhound race of such prestige only in, in its second running. Look, we were in from day one in terms of being a stakeholder. We're a great believer in the concept. Queensland uh, Greyhound Racing is enjoying a boom. Uh, we were breeding 800 greyhounds four years ago. We're breeding 1,500 at the current time. Our prize money's leapt from 13 million to 43 million. Um, we've got no doubt that we can produce great greyhounds over a period of time. We're, gr we're very happy to be in on the ground floor. Um, our representative last year finished second. Tiana Bell's uh, is a good representative. Um, we have better greyhounds yeah. in Queensland, but this is a this is a greyhound that can win these type of races. She has early speed. She's a bolter's chance, as I say, and um, we'll be doing our best to fly the uh, the maroon's flag as best we can. Well, good luck to you, Brendan, and, and the team back there drawing box seven. As I say, you were last out, so that was going to be the the box. But good luck through the whole week. Thanks so much for your time. Brendan Scott joining us there from uh, Racing Queensland. I reckon I've missed Kel Greeno. I reckon he's bolted on me, Dan. But Brendan Purcell, I gave him an order. I said, don't leave without another quick chat. So, Brendan, the whole eight has been done now. What's your overview of the race? Yeah, it was sort of, um, like I said before, he, he's just, it's, it's not ideal, but if there's a mix-up, he's going to be right, right right in the race and he'll be able to put himself into the race. So hopefully um, there's a lot of pressure on the inside, which there will, we know that, but it's just where um, you end up at the winning post the first time and then if he's up near running third, second, out wide, and they're, and they're crashing down, well, then he might be um, how to get around them. Can I ask you, so you were the last of the first four and you went the pink. 
So then you saw a couple of the others, Amron Boy and Plater being boxes four and five. So give us your emotions now with the whole field being drawn and what that means to McInerney. Yeah, I think ideally it would have been good if Amron Boy went seven yeah. um, instead of the Queensland dog. But, but Plaintiff gets out hard and it goes hard to the fence. So he, he's the sort of dog that um, might help us a lot. Yeah, um, yeah like in, it's just like I said, it's, just, it's a high-pressure race and it's just going to be all on that first corner where everything's going to happen. Now, I'm, I'm just posing the question. I've been thinking about it. I've, I've been weighing up whether to put the offer to you, but I'm willing to come down and train the Greyhound for the last few days if you want me to, mate. Yeah, no, you go to New Zealand and I'll keep doing the training. Oh, come on, don't be that nasty, Brendan. Surely I can no, I can sleep with the Greyhound. I can look after her. I can, I can take video clips. I can do anything down there. I can pick up you-know-what, so I can do anything. <laughs> no, that, no, that's all right. If you want to come down, yeah, you can come down. But um, no, everything will be right. We'll just keep everything the same this week and, and, and get him right for Saturday. Good luck, mate. Uh, I'm going to NZ, but I'll be still dreaming of the result on Saturday night uh, in the Dream Chasers Festival. And uh, we've got a crew coming out. We've got a competition winner that's going to be announced at 11.30 tomorrow morning for a night at the Meadows and to be a part of the McInerney team. So we're all behind you, mate. Whatever happens, it's just going to be an exciting week for us. No, no doubt about that. Yeah, like it's, it's all about excitement now and um, it's really starting to build. Good on you, Brendan. Thank you. Good luck. Brendan Purcell. Hey, Dan... Yes. There was there was one trainer that I thought eluded me, but he's been mm-hmm. hiding behind a pole, and I've just found him. Kel Greeno. We're live on air oh, on true. RSN. We've got Kel. Um, I hate box six. Were they your words? They were my words, Andrew. Yeah, no doubt. Give it. I mean, it's so hard, isn't it? When you you st- you just want your name drawn out early, don't you? Absolutely. And when it didn't happen, um, you just got to roll with the punches. But. That was probably the best place I could see her being in, in after the situation of who's drawn where. I hope they can hear me back there. Well, I'm right beside the music, so I hope they can hear us back on air. Tell us uh, the makeup of the whole eight now. Looking at it, what are you thinking the first that from the start to the first term, which is so vital. What are you hoping? What's the expectation now with Wales? She's fast. I'm hoping that plaintiff comes out and charges across and cleans up four, three, two and one. Yeah. But, but that might be open for a bit too much. The seven and eight will stay out there. Pretty happy with that. Um, and of course, She's a Pearl is possibly the leader. So it's going to be held to skelter going to that first corner. Could you see the yellow plaintive crossing She's a Pearl? I personally don't think so, but it'd be, it, 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 he may, but I don't think he will. Okay, um, and you reckon, like our Greyhound McInerney, it's just going to stay out of trouble there in box eight, and then hopefully there's a few being affected to the inside, and we just run away and win by lengths. Yeah, that's one scenario, Andrew, but I guess that, that may or may not happen, but I've got a big opinion of McInerney, and he's run some great races. The biggest drama we've got is that first corner, dogs coming off the track, and we're going to be planted wide, and so is McInerney, so... That's where we don't want those dogs spearing off. Yeah. Hey, good luck with the week. You've been here before, you've tasted success before. Is it any different second time around? Uh, probably a bit more nerve-wracking, a bit more tense of the room today, I've noticed. So, yeah, and now it's even more tense for us after drawing box six. <laughs> and what do you do with Wow, She's Fast this week? Try and make her go faster. <laughs> <laughs> she goes pretty quick, mate, eh? She's pretty quick. Good luck to you, Kel. Thanks, Andrew. Good on you. Uh, so there it is. I, I don't think I've missed anybody uh, in the room. Uh, I think the eight have been done. So she's a pearl one, 
Two is Paddy Wants Pats, three El Dorado, four Amron Boy, five Plaintiff, six Wow She's Fast, seven the Queenslander Tiana Bell, and eight McInerney. Uh, Dan, we're going to talk about it right through the week uh, on all the array of shows, the Summer Breakfast Club, uh, Racing Pulse, Big V, uh, all around McInerney, but we'll talk about the whole makeup of the race. But I hope our listeners have enjoyed all the interviews and the catch-up, and all I can say, go the pink in Saturday <laughs> night's Phoenix at the Meadows, Dan.